you better not cry. And be good for goodness sake. Is that even a thing? Can you actually even be good for goodness sake? Like for goodness sake, can you be good? (laughs) For goodness sake. (laughs) All right. Well, today we're going to dive into the concept of goodness, especially when when it comes to parenting and uh, the abundant grace that's available to us as parents and and to our children. That's right. So we're going to dive into that today. Stick around. We're going to have some fun. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Of You're Nick listening Smith to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings. Stop it. Hit it again. There we go. Hit it one more time. Go. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. I didn't even Where we talk it. about myths sorry. and misunderstandings. Surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Joe Smith. And we are talking all about being good for goodness sake, which is appropriate because there's a really good song that has that line in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's by T.I. I think he's the... Oh. <laughs> is he the original composer? I think so. I'm pretty sure he Santa did that Claus one. But before we get into that, Inner Circle, what is up? Uh, so glad that you're rocking with us still. And if you want to know more about what the Inner Circle is, stick around. We're going to tell you about it. Um, I will tell you they got to see an exclusive episode uh, about frustration tolerance. So if you want to know more about that, you need to be part of the Inner Circle because you're missing out. I'm having some frustration tolerance right now because I'm trying to figure out what's Did your headphones on. being weird? No, my hair was like... <laughs> like trying to poke my eye. I was like, I'm getting frustrated. Uh, but I was not going to write it out. And if you watch the episode, you'll know what you know that what means. It is. Okay. All right. So let's get to it. Okay. So every parent has heard this, or maybe you have said it. I know mom, we, we heard. Mom, mom. <laughs> is that what you're going to say? Daddy. 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 She's touching me. Anyway. No. Um, <laughs> I, I remember mom. when Isaiah and Rebecca were both born, um, typically older people would ask us, is he a good baby? That is such is a she weird. a good baby? Are they good, and good babies? <laughs> sometimes I want to be like, what? I think a few times I did say like joking, like, yeah, but we're going to see if we can work it out and see if we can keep them. Even, <laughs> I would you know. I'd be like, they're, they're a baby. So I, I mean, guess they're that. good. They're still a baby. They're good at being a baby. Like yeah. they're, they're pros at being a baby. Yeah. But it, it's weird how much, and even like I heard a mom, um, I don't know when it was, but it was at a store recently. And she, her daughter did something and her daughter must've been like Rebecca's age. And mm-hmm. her response was like, good girl. I don't. And I, listen, if you say that, don't take hey, offense to this. No, not judging. No, no shade. But it, it's one of my pet peeves. It irks my nerves when people say good boy or good girl to our kids, because that's how I've always talked to dogs and I've had dogs my whole life. So I remember being at church and one of the church, oh, you did that good boy. And I was like. <laughs> are you talking to my dog or my son? Because that's a little condescending. Our dog just perked up when you said that. He's See, because like, oh. even he knows it belongs in that. Right. Anyway, <laughs> this sorry. belongs to you, dog. <laughs> um, but no, we we've all heard it. Maybe you've said it. Um, we find kind of feel cringy about it at times, like oh, just because of the way that we parent. And mm-hmm. and one of the things that's crazy is how like oh, I want to say like pervasive, but it feels like this like good kid mm-hmm. thing is very like expected in American yeah. culture. Yeah, it's it's the goal it seems like for parenting. You you don't you're not told to like parent a productive adult. Um and that's never been the goal. It's like, "Hey, this child that's been like placed into your care that that God has blessed you with, um 
you have to craft them into a functioning adult. No, it's like, are they good? Is it a good kid? He's like, a good kid. They're a good a, kid. You know, you know and he's a good them. kid. He's a good kid. Yeah. Um, and it's such the goal that we forget sometimes that being good isn't really what it's about. Mm. Like it, it, we start to create this idol of the good child. Ooh. Whereas like trying to have a good child is the idol. It's the, mm-hmm. like the unattainable goal. It's like the yeah. windmill we're chasing. Um, what was that? Ooh, Don Quixote. Good. Yeah. Don Quixote. Yeah. There we go. Well, yeah, the I impossible dream I, or watch plays. I can do either. <laughs> Man of La Mancha was, it was happening. actually a book, but it's okay. And it was a play. Fine. It was a musical too. It was, but it was a book first. It's See, okay. I said read cool. first. It's also an opera. I said read first. It's an, it's an op- operetta. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the, do you know who wrote it? Uh, you know who wrote it? Don Quixote's brother. Philip. Bonus points. If you know who wrote Philip Seymour Don Hoffman. Quixote. No, I'm, it's gonna it's gonna come to me later, and I'm gonna feel so like I know such, who wrote it. I bet you do. I bet she's really smart. That's why I married her. So anyway, back to this idol that we chase, uh, the idol of the good child. Um, yeah. and what is this idol? We all know what this idol is. It's mm. the kid that doesn't talk back. The oh kid, yeah, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Always quiet. Yeah. Until you need them to perform for your friends, and then they do it without question and without grumbling, and they can speak from their diaphragm. Oh yeah, and they're so talented. Um, and they're never entitled. They're always appreciative mm-hmm. and grateful for what they have. They're oh, yeah. never, they don't waste food. They'll take all the bites. They, they will finish and clean that plate. They, uh, except you, they're not, ma'am. but they're not greedy. But right, they won't ask for seconds. They're, they honor their parents. They never, ever, ever, ever disrespect their parents. Yeah. They're always honest. They tell yeah. the truth at all yes, times. They get, they play well with others. Mm-hmm. They always share. Including siblings. Um, yes. They stand up against bullies. Yep. They uh, plant trees. They build houses for habitat they, for humanity. They adopt all the stray animals in the neighborhood. And, but not too many if you're allergic. Um, they clean the house. They do their chores. Oh, yeah, chores. They, they love doing chores. <sighs> they never sass. Like, this is the idol yeah. that, that we're all pursuing. And they grow right? up to be this, like, well-rounded human being with no emotional or <laughs> mental health issues whatsoever. Not feeling restrained or damaged at all None. from these expectations None. placed on them. Um. And so, like, where does, first off, where does this even come from? Like, where well, does this idea come from? like all good things that we've inherited. No, I'm just kidding. In I'm totally culture. joking. Um, a lot of this comes from when, um, in, like, the 19, before the 1930s, um, kids were viewed as really having no value unless they could produce something, which is why we had, like, a lot of people had huge families because the more kids you had, the more farmhands you had. That's right. And it, there's no shame in that because and that was part of the culture. You, you needed to have a lot of them. And also there were a lot of um, really high um, morbidity and mortality rates among children because true. of the way things were. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you had a, like pre-1938 in America, you had like little workers from farm mm-hmm. to factory. Yeah. Um, like little, little kids. Like I always think about like, man, I can't imagine sending Isaiah off to the factory to like do whatever they did in factories. They give him um, like a plug of chaw and right. a swig of gin. Yes. Like, Get and on like, in there, boy. <laughs> take your soup and don't come back till the bell rings. Like, what? Well, and like that idea of these workers, like um, culture, we're not saying there weren't individuals that loved, didn't love their children, mm. but we're saying as a culture, that's how children were viewed. And then yeah. when we got into the 50s to the Leave it to Beaver era, it, oh, it started yeah. to be this idea of, you take this idea of what a good worker is, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, do your job. I can threaten them and and make them do the the work and they're not expecting much. Um, And then they transform that to like, okay, now children have rights. Now children are human. Yeah. But I still don't 
know what to do with them. So as long as they're quiet yeah. and they just do, yes. what I t- do what I tell them. Seen and not heard. Exactly. And so you took that image of what a, a good worker is, mm. implanted that in the home, and you're like, oh, yeah, you're a good, it's like being a good citizen in your home. Yeah, it's citizenship. Like that yep. image of the, this idol. Yeah. Um, But you can't make this idol actually deliver. Like you can worship yeah. at this idol, but it doesn't deliver anything. You can pray to the idol. You can like. You can put all your investment, you know, like I remember mm-hmm. seeing like, if you've seen different um, ways people set up like idols or shrines, um, you can put all the things in front of it. And like in, in your eyes as a parent, like, oh, I'm giving them all these resources. I'm, I'm, I'm helping them. I'm, I'm trying to help them flourish. And then at the end of the day, it's like, but this idol is just gonna, it's not gonna deliver. There's, there's yeah. nothing there. Cause it was made by human hands. And yeah. scripture shows us that, us that over and over again, that like, you made this idol with human hands. It's not alive. It's not a living idol. Yeah. And just or a living God, excuse me. There's a, I don't know if it's a proverb or a Psalm I'm spacing out on it, but uh, it's the one where I said they worship idols and they who worship idols become like them. Ooh. Like they can't, they can't speak, you know, the idol yeah. can't speak. And like when we start wow. to fashion our children to be like, cause that's all you're doing is you're putting a facade uh, when you're teaching them all these things that like, be quiet, do all. Now we got to teach good manners. You got to teach these things, right? <laughs> we're not saying just raise, raise little like feral children. Um, <laughs> but we're saying um, when you're not working on the heart, when you're just working on the outside, mm. you're, you're, you're faking this idol. Yeah. It's a whitewash too. That's right. Really and this is. idol, like we believe this idol can promise some things to oh, us. Oh yes. Like we're like Man. working to, because if we get the perfect kid, perfect life we <laughs> I mean, that means we won. Yeah. Like, I won the game. Look at my kid. He's perfect. Look what I produce. And here's the thing. If there was a commercial for parenting in like the 1950s, like it would, it, it would go something like this. Like, do you want your children to be perfect and wonderful? Do you want to have a life that, that tells people how wonderful you are and how great you are and how successful you are? Well, parent your children like this, and we promise you'll get it. Like, it really is the sense of... <laughs> that I was like, where's this book? I want the book. Like, I need the book. Like, the promise of the idol is that, well, hey, you're not a failure. Which that's is right. one of the, was one of the fears we have as parents, and we have to say that that's a fear we have as parents. We have to put Definitely. it out there and say, "Look, I'm afraid of failing. I'm afraid of ruining this human being." Mm-hmm. Okay, put it out there. Know that God has empowered you; that, that you're not created to fail. But know that that's a fear that creeps up in parenting. Yeah. But this this idol, like, don't worry, you're not going to be a failure. No one will see you as a failure once they see how once awesome they your, see kid how great is. your kid is. Yeah, once they know how awesome they are at playing the violin and doing math and being a part of the play, they'll never think you're a failure. Well, and that image of your child reflecting you, like a lot of parents buy into that living vicariously through your child. Mm. And it's easy to do. It's so easy to do. Having two kids is easy to be like, oh man, all those kids love my child. This is going great. Or vice versa. Oh, oh, they don't like my kid. What's wrong with my kid? What's wrong with us? You don't like us? Yep. And it becomes this, this thing where your child is now a little avatar for you. Like you're living out your, Mm. your experience, your new life in this child. But uh, the truth is your kid's life does not necessarily well it's not their job to honor your image that you've created of yourself Mm. like that's not their job that's not why god gave them to you and this idol that you're worshiping says that hey you have status now that you've got this kid Mm -hmm. you this kid is is a form of investment they're going to be a success because they've been kind and loving Mm. and they've done all the sharing and all the stuff that you've told them to do so now they're going to grow up and be captains of industry and they're going to (laughs) be leaders by the way you don't make a leader by creating a follower. Ooh. Just saying. You don't. What? Uh, listen, I know. Get thing, out of my business. Uh, you don't create a leader. By, <laughs> you want a leader as a child. You're going to have to deal with some stubbornness, some bullheadedness, some indecision, 
on your part so you can let them make their mm-hmm, own decision. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to let them lead even at this age. So when they get to this age, they are leaders. You're anyway. offending right now. This is offensive. So it, it happens, it, though. It's offensive because we have, in a lot of ways, stripped children of their dignity. And we do it in the church. Oh, yeah. We do it in the church, too. I'm going to tell you one of the like I have a pet peeve in like traditional church. Mm-hmm. And it's a question I have for the church often. Why do we say to children from a young age, no, 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 you're not in the sanctuary. Mm. You need to go, go downstairs, go with the other kids. And we need, we need somebody to make sure you don't kill everybody. You bother me. And maybe we'll, we'll sing some Bible songs. Now that's, that's a reader's digest version of it. I'm very much like parsing. It There's out. some nuance. Sim- oversimplifying. But we say kids go over there and then, oh, they're in middle school. Okay. Well, you're not going to be in the same area, but you're going to go somewhere else still. Oh, and you're in high school. Okay. I'm going to find a different area for you to go to. Yeah. And then when they turn 18, we say, well, why don't you want to be in church? <laughs> why don't you want to be around and us? And their, their response oftentimes <laughs> I feel like is like, well, because you ain't never invited me to I've be in the church before. Church. And I've been told that my presence is a distraction to everyone. Oh my goodness. You were preaching a sermon. This like, is what we're I, talking about. This one. And because kids see it. We I think it. like, oh, they're little and they're, yes. And we know everybody, everybody's heard it in the church. This baby back here screaming their head off. Mm-hmm. And mom, but you know what? We are empowered to do as the body of Christ where we say it takes a village. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Hey, you want me, you want me to take them? I can go in the lobby where I can still hear the sermon. I can hold, you know, I got her. I got, if you're comfortable with it, I'll take, I'll take her. Let's see if I can get her to fall asleep. Okay. If you have a relationship with somebody. Yes. But, don't just randomly walk up and ask, take somebody. Baby. Right. That yeah, that's that weird. Don't, please don't, especially in church. Please don't do that. But what I'm saying, like we have told children, we have modeled for them, even in the church that like your presence here. Right now, for these 18 years or so, it's really not needed. Yeah. When in reality, children have always been a vital part mm-hmm. of the church. And not just because of numbers, Pastor. Yeah. Hear me. Not just because of how it looks on Souls the roster. in the building. Um, there was a children's <laughs> revival. I can't remember. I'm going to look it up. Inner was it circle. Kentucky? No. Oh. It, was in, um, it was in Europe. But there was a children's revival. And uh, the Holy Spirit fell mm. on a group of kids. And these kids led a revival. Um, that was just amazing. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'll probably share it on our social media and first to our inner circle. But, yeah. um, but that shows that God values children. And mm. one of the things, sorry, I just want to jump back to this, this idol. Yeah. Real quick yeah, yeah. Because, sorry. I jumped ahead. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. One of the things that this idol promises us when we have the perfect kid, um, is that everything that we went through that made us who we are is okay. Ooh. And it validates, it validates our history. It validates our, our, our past. It validates our family lineage. And it says, you know what? I did okay. And you know how I can prove it? Look at my kid. My kid's okay. So mm. therefore, it doesn't matter how much trauma I went through. It doesn't matter. Or how, how much trauma I put them through. Exactly. Because I just, I did the same thing that my parents did. Because y'all, naturally, we can only do what we've been shown. Naturally. Mm. You, supernaturally, you're given powers and empowered to do things yeah. through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and as you take, make choices, um, and, and intentionally pursue better parenting, then you can, you can change that. But your natural inclination, your, your stance uh, is how I would put it. You're like bent. Your, yeah, your bent is, is the way that you've been raised. Mm-hmm. Even if you hated it. How many times have you said something and be like, oh, I hate it when my mom used to say that to me? Same, like all the time. Like, uh, that's just my dad. Just this morning. <laughs> that's, that's Robin Lynn coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I just said something. That... I'm like, mom? <laughs> mom, mom where you at? Did you say something? <laughs> I thought I heard her. <laughs> is Monette down there? Um, and so like that image though, when we have that perfect child image, 
then all of a sudden we're, we're valued. Like mm. we're, we're valid. Mm-hmm. But the thing is y'all, um, nothing like that is actually attainable, but we're going to mm. get into that in a second. Yeah. 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 yeah seriously. You, you're hearing this. You're like, man, either you're feeling real judged like me <laughs> and like somebody's in your business. That's okay. Like me. You're still welcome here. Uh, there's room for you at the table. Um, or you're like, man, oh my gosh, I was just talking about this with my girlfriend because she's got three kids and she's like, oh, I do not know how to raise these. Well, go ahead and share this with her. T- tell her about this. Be so like, listen. To your stressed out listen. parent friends, share this. Share this, especially because the holidays bring it out in a way Come I on. have not seen before. Come on, you got to take them perfect selfies, Ooh, them my, perfect dinner and, pictures. And Elf on the Shelf, better not mess up. Don't you do that bad Santa thing. Santa Claus. Don't get caught. Y'all watch our episode about Santa Claus on the X myths. It's, it's pretty funny. There's a link. There's it's a link up here. It's pretty funny. Click on our, on our um, playlist. Yes. So but, this, this whole, you're telling us this idol mm-hmm. that promises us status and helps like secure that like we did a good job mm-hmm. and that, you know, our kids are reflecting our goodness because they're being good and mm-hmm. you know, all these things you're saying that's not attainable. It's fake. Like you're, every you're other dropping idol. the bomb on us. Like we can't every other it. idol. You can't attain anything that it promises. And one of my favorite things, and I'm going to, I'm going to get to, I mean, we'll come back to it here in a second, but remember God is the perfect parent. And look at his kids. Look at his, look at his babies. <laughs> look at these little, <laughs> they acting, they out here acting wild, like wilding out just here. open their mouth and wilding. what comes out? I mean, come on. Come on. All right. But anyway, you what? pray to your father with that mouth. <laughs> That's what it should be. Not you talk to your mother with that. You kiss your mother with that mouth. You you say your prayers with that mouth. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Nasty. Anyway, all right. So yes, it's all unattainable, and this is because um, we're broken people. Mm. Like each and every one of us, we're broken from birth. See, I know who this disappoints. Who this disappoints people who are like people and children. Children are inherently good. We children, oh, yeah. they're they're so pure and. And Especially the season, I'm the gonna, magic of the season. Yes, I'm going to break it down for you because I'm break not saying like children are like, they're like little demons running around. I'm not saying that. Not all of them. But hear y- me. Y- y'all done been around some kids now. Ch- Sorry, go ahead. Children are little human beings mm-hmm. who are given the image of God, who are created in the image of God right. just like adults because all adults at some point were, right, babies, children. children. Mm-hmm. So children have an inherent value because they're human beings. That's right. But children are not these magical little creatures that are are meant to be tokens for us right, of purity and goodness. Because children, by their nature, and if you've never been around children before, you maybe don't know this, but children will lie Come on. for zero reasons. No reason. At it all. Just I, hey, what color? What color is the sky? It's green. That's a lie. You're, no, you're not just playing games with me, you lying. And so I'm just saying children, yeah. they, it's not, and it's not out of, it's not necessarily out of malintent. Mm-hmm. Malintent is learned. That's right. Um, but there is a sense of like protecting, um, being fearful of things that, that don't need to be uh, feared that will lead us to protect. And children will do that naturally because that's, that's right. what we are inclined to do in our human nature. Yeah. And given, I mean, what you said about being around. Uh, children, if you think children are magical little creatures, hopefully you're volunteering in the nursery oh, every do week. It. Oh, do it. Every week. I want you to go do down it. there, and I, I don't want to hear one Specifically complaint. the ages of, oh, my goodness, what's the, it's like it's three. Three to six-ish. Round there. Round there. Get on in there. Yeah. And then do a documentary. Be like, is this how little magical angels would, would behave? Would, would a magical, I can just see it. I can just see like. Would an angel wipe a booger on me when I'm not looking? I don't I, think you would. I, 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 I will. <laughs> I will never forget a scene 
I walked into. Uh-huh. Where so this was a little church where like the the children's area was like right below the sanctuary. Yeah. So you could hear everything. everything. If you were if you were in the back of the sanctuary, you could hear it come up through the vents. <laughs> and I'm sitting back there. I think I was maybe I don't know if I was nursing Becca or I was, I was holding her. She was a baby, and she's just like she's out. But I can hear downstairs like ah! like blood curdling scream, and everybody mm-hmm. in the sanctuary heard it. Mm-hmm. Pastor heard it. Mm-hmm. And he's like. Amen. Children keep, in the they're blessing. Just, we just know, keep wonderful. on rolling. So I go down because I'm like, well, let me go see. I walk down there, and there's <laughs> there's this one girl. She's standing in the corner on a chair, doing her own thing. Just la. Another girl is mad because somebody else, little boy, stole something from her. So she's chasing him around. He's the one with the blood curdling scream. <laughs> and I Sounds walk about in, right. and the the bless their hearts. The teenagers that were down there that that morning were just they like drew the short straw. They that were morning. just like. <laughs> like their their eyes like please get me out of here and i was like i just came down to check on you i'm definitely but gonna I leave see, you but i though. see you're good <laughs> but like uh, yeah that's where you need to be you need to be help those help those kids out yeah well and just if you don't believe us because you're like what do you know um we've actually got some verses for you mm. um because the word will give us insight into exactly what it is that that god means what God means what he says. Hold on. Kyle's I'm going to find him. Go back. Go back. It's on the. Top. Oh, there you go. There it is. There we All right, go. We got All right. So uh, classic. I love this one. Jeremiah 17, nine. The heart is mm. deceitful above all things and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? Who can understand it? Well, Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and fall short of the what, glory what of God. What comes outside all. of all? Not children. <laughs> Not the babies. That's right. Um, um, Romans 7.18. Mm-hmm. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, as in is in me in from the flesh. start, in the yeah. flesh. And um, children are pure flesh, by the way. Uh, Psalm 51.5. Behold, I was mm. brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Not only was I sinful at birth, oh. but I was conceived in birth. Or what? I was what? conceived <laughs> in sin. <laughs> now that's... <laughs> That's, That's some I mean. biology I've never heard I of before. It. Sometimes I say things and they're not right. Um, I was conceived in sin and I was brought forth Sorry, in sin. Keep I'm going. still laughing at that. Um, so I'm trying to look for the one I was looking for. Uh, hold on before you pass up. Uh, right there, 1 Corinthians 2.14. The natural Boom. person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God for they, they are folly to him. Mm-hmm. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Basically, anything that comes from the Holy Spirit, fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. self-control. Natural person doesn't get that. A child has to be taught It only things. comes from the Holy Spirit. And here's the thing. Good news. There is no junior Holy Spirit. Ain't no junior Your Holy children, Spirit. You don't need to be like, okay, I'm going to give you a little. I'll give you a little. Now, of course. As, as the spiritual teachers in their life, we should give them like the spiritual milk. Mm-hmm. That, that Holy need. Spirit grows. We don't their just understanding serving. of the Spirit grows. Yes. But the Holy but the Spirit, Holy Spirit don't himself, don't, 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 don't try to quench the Holy Spirit for your child. Which is what we're trying to get to here is that your children, as they are from birth, are not saved. Mm-hmm. Kids are not mm-hmm. saved from birth. And there's nothing um, that we can do in and of ourselves to bring about salvation. We need mm-hmm. uh, a savior. Just yeah. like you needed a savior as an adult. Like mm-hmm. you needed to trust in Christ. Your children still need that. Yeah. Just because they're kids. It's not like, oh, well, they're kids. They obviously they know Jesus. They don't. No. They don't know Jesus yet. Yeah. And it's it's a hard thing because it's, it's almost like a, tiptoeing along like a false teaching in the church. And I've heard a lot of parents say it's like, you know, well, kids are good. And so we just really need to teach them how to like 
do the things that Jesus did and then they're good. Like that's, yeah. that's it. Which is works-based righteousness, which isn't what right. scripture teaches at all. Right. And I've also heard things like we have to teach our kids to be afraid that they're going to lose their salvation if they do this or that or the other. And so like, there's, there's all these different things that we can, we can start to miss the the main point of the message and the main point of parenting, which is not to create little, little me's yeah. <laughs> that, that are just these good little representations of me. Yeah. Um, and, and baptism when it comes to our kids, when we, if we do, if you do infant baptism or um, however that is, it's an, it's an outward symbol of what will become an inward condition. It's, yeah. it's almost that what, what's it called? It's like, you're doing it in trust. Yeah. It's like when, mm-hmm. when a, a child was, was circumcised in mm-hmm. uh, the old Testament, they weren't circumcised saying, hey, they know Jesus all the way. It's saying, hey, we're bringing them into the <laughs> They know community. all of the Torah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, no, we're bringing them into the community of God. And this is a symbol that mm-hmm. they are a part of our community. And so for yeah. in- those who believe in infant, infant baptism, they do so in that fashion, in that yeah. vein of like, hey, we're going to raise this kid to be a Christian. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to creating or, or um, I don't know, just helping our children mm-hmm. know what goodness is, you can't like yell goodness into them. Yeah, you can't. You you will never punish or reward the hell out of your children. Mm. And you I think won't. she means the literal, hell. the literal hell. H e double hockey sticks. <laughs> you, in the like exaggerated sense, yes, you can do that. <laughs> you can, but yeah, but you won't get rid of those things That's by right. either bribing them or trying to appease them or by trying to punish it out of them. That's because you can't. Uh, grow true obedience that way mm-hmm. um think about your job like you don't like if you if you have ever had a strict boss um you've never like followed that strict boss because you wanted to mm. you've done it out of compliance like uh they're gonna yell at me if i don't do it so i better do it and oh they're off today Shh, i'm gonna do what i want they ain't Ooh. here that's not obedience obedience is um i I'm choosing to do this because of the relationship I have mm-hmm. with this person. Yeah. And I know what, what they asked me to do is correct. And yeah. so I'm choosing to follow their leading. Yeah. And like, you're talking about compliance. Like that's yeah, when yeah. I, when I, hear, <laughs> when I hear compliance, I hear no relationship. I hear no yeah. connection. And those times where I've noticed that Isaiah or Rebecca have done something like, and I see them do it and I get a little bit like not frustrated with myself, but I'll get like, Oh man, I don't, don't just do it because like I said to do it, like do it because you want to do it. They'll do the thing. It's like, okay. And they'll just go and do it. And I'm like, no, I, but I want you to like, I really do want you to want this. Yeah. And so I, one thing that I've been doing is like, I'll explain to them why something's important to me. Like right now we're dealing with a battle of food. We're dealing mm-hmm. with a battle of a whole bunch of stuff. Cause we just changed some things in our family Yep. and it's cultural. It's, um, it's nutritional. It's a lot of things trying to explain like, look, I made this for you. And it would mean a lot to me mm-hmm. if you would try it because I value making things for my family that they enjoy. And yeah. I want to know if you enjoy it. And I'll even ask like, Hey, what, what could I do to make this better? Because I want them to know, I want that connection with them. I don't want, don't just eat it because I said, eat it. Yeah. I don't want you just be sitting over there miserable eating the food because, well, mom said eat it. If I don't. Or even worse, I don't want to eat it. And there's nothing you do to make me eat it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which you we can't. have, we have heard that. Isn't that a book? Yeah. You, I, uh, yes. You can't, you can't make me, but, but I can, I can be, be persuaded. Persuaded. There it is. Something. It's, it's persuasion. a book. I never read and it, like, but it's a book. Honestly, there was just today we had a breakthrough with that because I was like, all right, I made these things. I made these like pumpkin pancakes. I know it might sound good, but they're not like pumpkin pancakes like you think. They're for your health. They're for your health. They're squash pancakes. So I made them and I'm like, oh, Lord. Like the whole time I'm cooking, I'm like, Jesus, please bless these with some flavor. Like, I don't know, God. <laughs> like, um, put them on the plate and he try. he's like, okay, mommy, I'll try it. I was like, 
I didn't even say anything. Mm-hmm. And then he took a bite and I was like, how is it? Do you like it? He's like, that's how he does it. Sorry if you're <laughs> bothered by smacking noises. <laughs> Do you like it? Like it? And I was like, oh no, here it no, comes. No, he goes, I don't like it. I don't like it. I love it. And I was like. Because our son's dramatic like that. He does things but, like and that. He, but he also, he knows that that kind of response for me is like, okay, like I get you. Like this yeah. is something that's that you wanted to present. Like, he he could have just said, yeah, it's okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. But he chose to express it that way because we have we are fostering connection. We're not just like eat the food that I put on your plate and deal Though with we it. We have been there at times. Oh, plenty of times. So bottom line, your kids are heathens. <laughs> <laughs> Feed them just, squash pancakes and make them eat it. Um, but no, there's grace for that. Yes. And we're going to tell you about that grace. But please, if you've listened thus far, please hit subscribe. Yeah. Um, share this with somebody and uh, just leave us a review if you're listening yeah. in whatever podcast form you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the grace. Only God is good. And you are not God. There it is. And I know that doesn't sound like grace. You're like, wait, what? So I'm not good? No, you're not. You're terrible. You're a bad person. Uh, on oh, your own. On your, well, Left to there. your own devices. I'm getting there. I was getting there. There was, an, there was a but. <laughs> <laughs> you're a but. Anyway, that's from Lego Movie. Anyway, so by yourself, like left to your own devices, your heart is evil. Your heart is, is wicked above all things. Like you're going to do what's best for you. Um, and there is no good reason to do things for other people apart from, am I going to get something in return mm. in the natural? So only God has ever loved out of love. Mm. Like he's, and he's like, our lives are an overflow of the love that was present in the Holy Trinity from eternity beyond, like yeah. eternity before. Yeah. And so like only God is good mm. and only God makes us good. Mm-hmm. So like any agape love and we've got a whole episode on different types of love but the agape love that we can experience and share with other people comes from the heart of god Mm. and that is what makes us good is god's love purifying our hearts and calling us to do what is right for the sake of him yeah for it's not for goodness sake it's for christ's sake Mm. and i'm not saying that to be blasphemous i'm saying in actuality it's for the sake of christ that we are good yeah um and so it's his goodness that we that we get that yeah. we receive. Yeah, it, and it's it's amazing how like accepting that. And I know there's a lot of like in in the spirit of being positive and wanting to like not put people down. We avoid this truth mm-hmm. in Christian. We avoid this right now in in like mainstream Christianity because we don't want to tell people tale. We don't, we don't want to tell people that, that they're anything y'all. but good. We because we don't want to suggest that someone might have flaws. Mm. Um, even though in reality coming to terms with our flaws is the only way that we're yeah. able to overcome. And so as a parent, yeah. even like owning up to and accepting, like, you know what? I, yeah, I don't do this right all the time. And I love, there's a, a lady on TikTok that we follow. She's like a parenting person or whatever. Mm. She has these she amazing, does gentle she does gentle, it's amazing videos. Like they're so good. Super convicting she, too. Oh yeah. And Nicole always like, man, I feel attacked. Why is she in my business? But she just did a video where she was like, listen. I don't want anybody to think that I do all this perfectly all the time. Yeah. And she like opens up about it and she shares how this is important for parents to do. Yeah. So do that with your kids, do that with other people that they know, like we don't, we don't have the book written on this clearly. Even God, perfect parent has the book. Like he, and the the, kids still don't follow. Right. Yeah. And, and, And there should be freedom in that. And there should be freedom in knowing that we don't impute our righteousness to our children. Mm, come on now. That we're not the imputers of righteousness. It has been imputed. <laughs> it has been imputed to us from Christ. Yeah. 
And all we can do, all the only thing we're able to do is to model what Christ has done for us. That's, that's missionary work. That's right. And if you think of your parenting journey as a missionary journey Mm -hmm. where you have these little unsaved people looking to you, relying on you, like coming to you with questions and frustrations and all these things and sleeping in your bed when you're trying to have a peaceful night. How can I show them Christ's righteousness? Because honestly, my righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. And that's straight, that's from, right. that's straight from Isaiah's pen. Straight, straight from Isaiah, period. The well, prophet. And, yes, not our son. <laughs> and and here's, here's more grace to you before we close out. Um, not every missionary journey is successful. Ooh. Not every... I don't want to hear that. Every child of God that he... I mean, Adam and Eve, the only two people, they both fell. Um, they had two sons. One of them fell. Mm. Well, at both of them fell, but one of them fell into sin. Mm-hmm. And like this idea of like, well, God, I, I checked the boxes. I did the thing. I prayed. I demonstrated your grace and your kindness. We and your never mercy. watched PG 13 movies. Yeah. Like, and if you did this all correctly and all by the book, and I'm not saying that you haven't, and your child still turns out to reject you, to reject God's goodness and to live their own life. Just know that is their decision. Mm. That is not just like the good child doesn't reflect who you are. The bad child doesn't reflect who you are. Mm. And in that case, I'm mm-hmm. saying you teach your kid to cuss and like steal stuff. Then yeah, that reflects you. But like if a child has been raised, given the right guidance, the proper instruction, and they still choose to do what is wrong, because mm-hmm. how many of us knowing God's word still choose to sin? Right. So this, I don't want to put my hand up. You oh. put your hand up, call me out. So me too then, since she's going to make me do it. Um, but there's grace in that it doesn't reflect you as you're not a failure mm. because of the state of your child, especially if you have grown children out there. Mm-hmm. God bless you. We're not there yet, but I, I can only imagine the heartache and the heart pains that you feel when your children choose the wrong road. Mm. Um, and know that, that God is there with you through your parenting journey. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have kids yet and you've listened this far, first off, gold star for you. Um, that's awesome. But uh, if you don't have children yet or never going to have children, just understand that in your own journey, as you are navigating your own goodness and your own understanding of, am I a good person? Um, you have to know that only Christ imputes his goodness to us. Mm-hmm. Like only through Jesus do we have goodness. And I'm sure somebody can argue with me, but what about these people? They're good and they're a good person because that's something we hear a lot, right? Maybe on the outside. Yeah. You, you don't know what they're dealing with on the inside and you don't know what demons uh, they're struggling against, not even against, they've submitted to without Christ. Mm. And so just because good by this world standard doesn't mean that your heart is, is in a good place, which mm-hmm. is in Christ's hands. Yeah. And I would say one of the things I, I want to challenge you in is, you know, you, people say like, oh, you have such a good kid or they tell your kid like, good boy, good girl. What if we have that response that Jesus has? Now, of course, Jesus was good. <laughs> he was yeah. purely good. But he asked, why do you call me good? Don't nobody why? want that why? smoke, though. Like why? Sunday morning church. So it's like, <laughs> hey, your, your son's really good. Why, why do you say why? that? But I mean, honestly, like, what, what you want? What, no, but like, what makes you say that? And but then opening up with like, well, listen, what you see here that I'm, I'm so glad that what you see, like makes you think that it makes you say that but I just want you to know like this is born out of adversity this has been born like right now we're struggling with this because that's one thing with as parents we don't want to open up about that yeah we don't want to say yeah but you know what sleep training completely failed in our house yeah like that's one of those things we don't we don't want to hear because nobody wants to hear the real story about parenting Mm -hmm. but in reality if we share that 
we begin to extend more grace. We begin to like rely on the grace of others. And we have that compassion and we need that. Our kids need to see that as well. That's right. Like, you know what? Mommy messed up again and I'm so sorry. And I, I'm working on it. Yeah. And that's where grace, um, grace upon grace. Uh, I, think, I think that's where we can get that in our parenting. All right. So if um, if you've enjoyed any of this and you want to go deeper, please uh, consider joining our inner circle for as little as two dollars a month. You can sponsor Nick Smith podcast. No, you can <laughs> join our Patreon group. Uh, we also have a, a Facebook group, closed Facebook group where we we go deeper and um, you get extra content. There's also all sorts of merchandise that you have access to. Um, so if you want to know more about that, go there or shoot us a message or something. Yes. Well, this has been the Nick Smith podcast. We mm-hmm. hope that this episode specifically has connected you mm-hmm. to living truth. Sorry. I just <laughs> said all of yours because you That's were okay. doing the ad with. I'm with you. That's all right. Be blessed. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith podcast. We are so glad that you joined us and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.